Aisha here 
from God FM. I hope you're all having an amazing day. Praise the Lord. Um, I'm bringing you this sermon called Last Night, a DJ saved my life. Um, because God is a DJ. <laughs> and uh, if you don't think he's in control of every single aspect of our lives, then you just, you need to rethink. Um, today is the 2nd of December 2023, praise the Lord, King of Kings, King of Glory. And uh, I pray before we get started that the Lord will protect the house, protect all of my electrics, any Bluetooth or telephone lines coming in here where um, I'm having some difficulties with uh, people who are messing with things. And, uh, and I pray that the Lord will bless you and look after you and keep you safe and put his hand around you and, well, his whole arms, all his arms, and, and just give you a big hug and be there for you to show you how much he loves you and that he's in control of everything. You just need to trust the Lord. It's, it's about having no fear. Um, then I pray in Jesus' mighty name. We know that you came to earth and died on the cross for us. We know you are the Son of God. And we know that you came here and saved us, died for us. And you are resurrected. And you are the one and only living God. And that we are sinners. And we don't deserve your grace or mercy. Or anything that you've done for us, Lord. But we know that you did this with unconditional love. And we love you very much for it. So I pray you'll look after me while I do my sermon and tonight so I don't have to uh, be meddling with things to try and have a normal day <laughs> and evening. Today's uh, God's Sabbath day. Um, I don't know what time it is wherever you are, but in England it's about six o'clock here. And uh, what have I got to tell you this week? Well, I've got so much to tell you. I've had an amazing week. It's also been a bit traumatic um, with ups and downs with uh, all of the things going on. And uh, But what I wanted to express to you, that this is about audio and vibration, everything. And uh, because God is the spirit and we communicate with God in the spirit, what I believe happens is that uh, because you've got to have saltiness also. I was talking to my friend last night in Holland <laughs> and uh, we were talking about saltiness again, how everyone's blood gets really thick and uh, and they're struggling to take tests uh, at the hospital from anybody who's had this injection. So uh, because their blood's really thick. And I said, oh, well, this is like the walking dead, isn't it? Because uh, your blood only gets thick when you die. So um, your blood shouldn't be thickening. Now, what uh, I found helps as well to keep your circulation going, the oxygen going around your brain and your mind and your, your heart and your body, is to make sure that you are uh, sort of lubricated with salt. Um, bicarbonate of soda, which helps. Um, because uh, we're made of 70% salt water and so and the earth is with 70% uh, salt in the oceans 
70% uh, is salty water. So what we've got is a synergy with the heart because the earth is a heart, opposite to heart, you know. So this, because God is love, it's all about your heart. And so I've talked about this before, but I'm going to talk about it again. When people are having these injections, they're having reactions and uh, their hearts are giving them problems. People's hearts are racing and uh, and their heads also hurting. People are getting headaches. and uh, And these are all the result of the changes in the frequencies around us with all of the electricity, but also with radio frequencies. If you notice, they've moved away from FM to this digital um, frequency. <laughs> and uh, so there was uh, a FM radio across the whole world. And uh, my friend was saying that uh, they had someone who worked in the Congo. And um, when they worked in the Congo sometime back in the 70s, I think, or maybe even earlier than that, uh, they had the FM World Radio, which was on the FM network. And uh, so I thought, well, that's very interesting it is that it, this is about frequency because also they've changed the megahertz or something uh, on, on, the, on the audio. My friend was playing the guitar for me and she changed it to what it should be before they changed it. And it sounded different, but it sounded much more pleasant to hear this guitar. So, hence the, the sermon is all about this kind of thing. Uh, because, you see, God had a thought. Uh, God had a thought and then he spoke. And uh, then it came to be. And it is written also because God is the word in heaven. And he's also the word in the flesh and he's the word in the written form as the Bible. And what I've also had is I had a bit of a download uh, this week as well from the Lord. And I'll try and explain it to you. <laughs> uh, and this all got to do with vibrations and audio and uh, the power of sound um, because God is the ultimate author but uh, he's the one who spoke. Uh, so everything came into being because God spoke it into being. This, I also believe, is connected with what Jesus said. Whatever you believe in, in the name of God, in the name of Jesus, you really believe it, uh, it'll come into being. And, uh, and this, you know, move a mountain, because he said to the fig tree, because there was no fruit on it, and he said, oh, die for a tree and it did and this fig tree died and uh, all of the uh, disciples were very surprised by what had happened all the apostles and so <laughs> what this means is <sighs> everything goes around in a circle okay so in the beginning was the word um <laughs> and then we've also got another section in the bible which is in the beginning God created everything. There was light. But first there was darkness. Okay. So we've got the word. Okay. And God is the alphabet. 
There's the beginning and the end. When you know the end, you'll know the beginning. So we also, what my friend was saying is, well, if we knew the beginning, we'd know the end, wouldn't we? I said, yes, I suppose so. So then um, I said to her, well, I had this download and I'm going to try and explain it. So all of the words are um, connected to each other. If you can imagine on a string, like I had this dream where all the words were on a string on a fine thread and they were lit up and they were jumping. They were like rainbowy white color. And uh, all these words were written on this tiny string and with a hook on the end. And the hook then was going into my skin. And uh, would I believe this because Jesus says we become fishermen. Um, and, and this is a way of hooking us in with the word because it's alive. And we become alive when we become part of the word and we are hooked in and fished in. Um because it's salt water as well, okay? Because you only get fish in salt water. Well, the fish that, you know, I'm talking about. We're fish. Because this is another thing I want to quickly raise before I go on to this. Uh, we've got mammals and then we've got animals. How come we are made just like the mammals, you know, with the salt water? We can also uh, understand that we've got a huge brain capacity, which we're not using, and that dolphins and whales can talk to each other in the ocean up to a hundred miles, a thousand miles or something. <laughs> okay. So, and they don't speak, obviously. This is all um, under the ocean and uh, through sound. Okay, we're getting there. Right. All right. Good. So, because uh, it's spoken in, in a sense, you know. But it's subconscious. It's a, it's when you don't speak and you can, and you can hear someone speaking to you. You know, you don't need them to speak. So in this way, when we reach the level, because it's all in the spirit, God is in the spirit. And, uh, but we have to reach this level to join the Lord. Okay. Uh, so, um, because it's the word, uh, and the letters, all join up to each other and there's different dimensions and levels and uh, it's like a circle that goes into another circle and but within the circles are circles i think this is similar to what ezekiel was saying but it's very hard to explain it it's like a wormhole that uh, connects to the, the, the original wormhole the first the beginning think of uh, the beginning of a wormhole and it's lit up, uh, but uh, as you go in it, you're instantly back at the front again. Uh, when you reach the level of um, spiritual um, raising, um, vibration, then you're connected with the Lord uh, because uh, I believe that you hear from the Lord in your dreams and you also hear from the Lord in visions and because uh, he says this. And many of us are going to hear from the Lord at this time. Notice there's no prophets anymore. Okay. So what we have is all of us are going to hear and get messages from the Lord. And this joins the spirit back up to the Lord, but in the flesh and raises Christ, who is uh, our chief priest and, uh, and with a body. Okay. 
So, and he's the head. And uh, so with him being the head, he needs his body to be ready. Spiritually, it's a spiritual temple. It's the ark where we're all going in. But there's only few people who will go in it, who will make it. Because they're not uh, able to reach the vibration level. Because they're lacking the capacity to understand the word. Because of all the distractions in the world, it's, uh, it's, it's more difficult to reach the level. Yeah, so you have to spend whatever time you can reading the word and joining the Lord and unifying as the body as much as possible. And of course, this vibration needs to be light and truth and love because there's no unity with lies and truth or darkness with light. This is where Jesus was saying about all of this. Okay, so that's why I'm saying the beginning is the end. When you've reached the truth, you will know the truth and it will set you free in this way because you'll reach the beginning and the end all in one go in a spiritual way. This is the way I understand it. The other thing I want to quickly talk about uh, was uh, I had from the Lord to please listen to all of Jesus, uh, the books about Jesus again. Uh, and I was like, okay, I'll listen to them. Why is this? He said, well, because whatever Jesus said has secondary meanings and various levels, which we need to understand. Um, he, he says also in the Bible that he'll open our eyes at the end and we'll have supernatural understanding and wisdom. But we'll only get this if we ask the Lord to please bless us with this understanding. So you have to submit. Now, the other thing I've had is pick up the cross. Ah. Now, um, picking up a cross is a very difficult project. It's a life exercise. And at the end times, we are going to have to demonstrate that we are followers of Christ in whatever we do, speak, think, dream, eat, poo, everything needs to be about God because it's the only thing that uh, separates us from the darkness. <coughs> There's no unity with darkness. So you have to forgive everybody. Otherwise, God will not forgive you because there's no light with darkness. You see, you can't have it both ways. It's, it's very cut and dry. It's ruthless. It's very, very harsh. It seems harsh that we would come under such a scrutiny and uh, that we've got to follow Christ in every possible way. So, okay. Uh, so then I started to listen to John and to Matthew. And all the parables that Jesus was talking about. And, uh, well, everything that Jesus said has double meanings, but it relates to these times as well. And uh, so, you know, when he said to, uh, to Daniel, there was this uh, prophecy and he said, oh, no, seal that one 
and that will be opened at the end. Now, you notice that only the Lamb can open the seals of the revelation. Now, this is because he's in the spirit, okay? And we have to be in the spirit to understand the opening of the seals. Um, but also the parables are connected with all of this, the end times, I believe. Um, now I haven't planned on saying any of this. I haven't prepared a sermon because I can't use my printer at the moment because we've had everything uh, disrupted and uh, it's been very tricky to operate in any way. But uh, I've had a wonderful couple of days and uh, it's been very pleasurable uh, with the Lord. He's really delivered. Um, <laughs> what I've found as well is that uh, what the Lord shown me is that he's in control of what's going on and I must have no fear. Um, so, you know, because I had a period where I was like, right, I'm leaving. <laughs> I've had enough. Um, and I will be leaving this place, but I'll take the, the next step with the Lord by stripping down to the very basics so that I'm ready to go when he wants me to go with little to hold me back in terms of possessions. And uh, this is only because this is what I believe that the Lord's calling me to do in picking up my cross. Uh, because I can't follow Jesus and do all of the instructions of Jesus. If I um, am called by the Lord, I'm told, According to the Bible, when you're called by the Lord, you have to follow the Lord. And I have been called by the Lord um, to do my work full-time, regardless of what the consequences are for this. Um, and to go wherever He calls me to go. Um, <laughs> so it's a bit frightening. But it's not frightening, it's, it's, it's both, I suppose. It's a mixed set of emotions, because I know God's with me, so I have no fear of what people are trying to do. And uh, I've learned so very much through this. Uh, you know, when it all started, I was like, oh my goodness, have I annoyed you, God, what's wrong, you know? But what I've learned through it is that it's all about frequency and audio and speakers and magnets and earth. Um, what I've noticed is that because it's all electricity um, and we are elect if we are chosen by God and we are his children, there's a competition. Well, there's a, there's a fight in the spiritual world to stop you from getting your inheritance and you're only going to get this if you reach that level um which i've said about forgiving everybody because there's no light and darkness so it's about really coming to the lord and cleaning out any of the baggage and the nonsense any pride you know anything where you think i've done this myself um 
but surrendering. Yes, and think of uh, yourself like a horse where you've got to have a bridle and you've got to give God the, the reins because he's going to be riding the horse. And it's a white horse. So we need to be clean. And he's got the reins. Um, <laughs> so many amazing things, uh, which when I was listening to John and Matthew, was uh, about Jesus coming on the donkey. You see, the word donkey is about a key and, uh, and about being done. We've got the key. We've got the keys. Because Jesus has the keys. But we've got to reach this level where we've got access. Because only God opens doors and shuts doors. So in everything I've done, I've tried to leave this house. I've tried to find somewhere else to go. I, I literally couldn't do it. Uh, every door was closed. No one would help me. All sorts of things. Um... But I know that God's in control and he wants me to go through this and he's left it in such a way so I can just pick up my life again if I want to um, once this has been resolved. Do you understand? He's done it in such a neat and tidy way. He's taken care of every little aspect of my life so that while my life's on hold and I'm going through all of that stuff, um, everything is taken care of. It's a pause and it's a reset. It's a reset of me. Um, if you think of it as 2020 was God waking us up and he wants you reset as well. So you're gonna have a reset in who you are um as in getting rid of all the baggage all the negativity um you see also the thing is negativity feeds on negativity so if you're negative about your life then uh, this can affect the other parts of your life because the vibrations are low and the demonic entities love it when you're down and they love it when you're um, angry or, you know, all of the things that are the opposite uh, to God. So you see, there's no unity with love and hate because this is all about love, loving yourself, loving the Lord, loving your neighbor, but also he says you must, to follow Jesus, you must not love anyone more than God. And this is amazing. Because we're being divided up exactly as he said, oh, I've not come here to cause, to create peace. I've come here to cause division. So, Love is patient, love is kind, it does not envy, it does not boast, and it is not proud. It is not rude, it is not self-seeking, it is not easily angered, it keeps no record of wrongs. Love does not delight in evil, but rejoices with the truth. It always protects, always trusts, always hopes, always perseveres. 
Love never fails. 1 Corinthians 13. So if you come back to love in everything you do, then you're protected because you're unified with God. Because you can only be unified with God if you have full love. If there's any slice of your heart that is taken up with hatred in any way or envy or pride, then you are not unified anymore. It's like a wall in between you and God. And, uh, and uh, you're in control of that. <laughs> and you have to surrender this uh, to God. And you have to decide that you surrendered it to, to Jesus. You have to forgive those people that have hurt you or whatever. Uh, the other thing is the the things that are happening. I know pretty much who's doing it, and um, <laughs> I, I've been shown the Lord by the Lord everything, and uh, and I and I really like the guys, you know, that are doing it. Funnily enough, uh, it's quite almost immature what happens, and it's the sort of thing little children do, you know, when they're naughty. It's like this. And uh, so I, I just have to look at the funny side of it as well. Uh, on Friday, uh, I went, well, fr Thursday night, I went to sleep and I was very tired and I had a rough night. And uh, I was like, right, I've had enough of this place. And uh, I got an overnight bag ready and uh, I thought, I'm going to go stay in a hotel and treat myself. <laughs> and then... <laughs> As I got up in the morning, um, I got out and went out and uh, I was shown by the Lord, no, no, don't, don't go anywhere, stay at the house, you'll be fine. I thought, I was okay. So I came back. I love this song so much. Moving in our midst. I worship you. I worship you. And so anyway, <laughs> on Friday, I came back and I was like, right, I was going to uh, study um, quite a bit on Friday. I had a lovely day and it was the Lord. He said, don't have fear. He said, um, think in your mind that I'm with you and that we have victory together and that this is the process that I'm putting you through and that uh, we are benefiting. Me the Lord because he's refining me but also anyone else is listening to anything I talk about because there's so many changes going to happen to us he's amazing he's God promise keeper for sure and uh, so anyway I was in the, this amazing cloud nine top of the world feeling on Friday and I just so enjoyed just listening to the Bible, listening to Matthew, and uh, I'd listened to uh, John before. And uh, I was just like, wow. And I, I just want you to know how grateful I am that we've got this book and how fortunate we are that this book is with us. But it's alive. Every word that is written comes alive in so many ways, spiritually, 
and also all the letters within the words, they all have special meaning. Um, the word gospel is gospel, you know, and it's about believing, believing the truth and believing that God is with you because his name is I am. Um, and when we say, go, I'm going to the shop, you know, we know God is with us. So, I mean, I've, I've had it also, like I've talked about before, when I've had fear and I thought, oh, I'm not succeeding, then I've not succeeded. But, you know, it's been really hard and I've got tearful and all the rest of it. But when I don't have fear, and I just think, that's well, okay, I'll work through this, God will show me what to do. Um, then I work through it, and it's much, much more um, enjoyable because I know that um, I have victory, and I've got to keep putting that in my mind. I mean, it's not easy to do that, you know, when you're going through struggles, um, because those struggles are real in your life. They really impact every part of your life, these struggles, and they are struggles of the flesh. Um, the other thing that came to me this week was this uh, impairment, this uh, thorn in Paul's side. And I wanted to find out a bit more about it. Apparently the Lord prayed, uh, Paul prayed to the Lord three times to get rid of this thorn in his side. But the Lord said that uh, his grace was sufficient to see him through and that this was because Paul was getting so much from God so much stuff you know to reveal to us I mean a lot of the the gospels in the New Testament are written by Paul so he he was a, a Roman Pharisee um, and he obviously went after us and then the Lord appeared to him and told him to follow him and made him blind. And then he, um, to get his eyes healed, he had to go to the apostles. And of course the apostles didn't trust him. They thought he's going to try and kill them. And then this same Paul set up many churches and uh, well, most of the churches then, um, he had disagreements with Peter um, but later they, they both agreed again. Um, and Paul single-handedly did a lot of things. He didn't receive money for the work he was getting. And, uh, and there were churches in place and he had trouble getting any help financially. And at this time, there was some women that had helped him, generous woman. Um, but what a struggle, and he was alone. A lot of the time he'd set up churches and then people in those churches would turn against him and he'd be, you know, betrayed. I think he was an incredible man, Paul, all the letters he wrote. He took um, some of the letters he writes. He, um, he really has a go at people. He's very direct and he speaks his mind. And he was absolutely hated um, by a lot of them because he would go and speak his mind. 
which took a lot of courage. So <laughs> this thorn in his side that he had was because all of the blessings of the revelations of Jesus Christ that he wrote in the letters and and giving us instructions in these days. A lot of that's all instructions on the spiritual world and how to uh, fight that we've got authority over the darkness. We've got authority over the the serpents. We can step on serpents. But he goes into a little bit more detail, reinforcing everything that Jesus says. But he goes, in, he gives, think of it like Jesus as the coarse son of a flower. And then Paul just, uh, you know, colored in the petals for the outside of the flower. Um, and unified all of the messages together with this flower. Think of it this way. And then we've got the stem, which is us. Um, but Paul is the one who plant, uh, nourished this plant uh, that Jesus has put seeds in everywhere. And so Jesus provided the core message. But Paul really goes into detail for those who want to know more about Jesus and uh, what he did for us and our authority in the truth, only in the truth, because there's no unity between darkness and, and light. So you have to 100% follow God. So this thorn that uh, Paul had, as I say, was to keep him humble. And, um, and he was a very humble man because of the impairments this uh, thorn in his side. No one really knows exactly what it was, but there was this sort of demonic uh, attack on him regularly. And, you know, he talks about boasting. Uh, and he says, yes, I will. I boast in the Lord Jesus. I, I very much will. And I, I don't care if I look stupid. And uh, I guess the Lord wants us all to reach that level where we proclaim who Jesus is and that he is our Lord and Savior and that he died on the cross for our sins. Um, and we believe this and that we're forgiven and that we're sinners. So, um, and uh, I really believe that if you say this to people, especially enemies or people you suspect are causing difficulties in your life, by actually saying this, it reinforces who you are. Because God says, if you acknowledge him, he'll acknowledge you in heaven. And I believe this. We have to be 100% with the Lord. We can't be embarrassed uh, by the Lord at all. Um, we need to wear the uniform of God, if you like, everywhere we go. Uh, and nothing else must matter but God. No one in the world must matter to you. No possessions, nothing must be more important than the Lord. And never to trust in man. 
um, but always to trust in the Lord. And I've experienced this where, you know, I've counted on people and <laughs> I've learned the hard way. I can't trust people. I can only trust God. <laughs> so it's, it's amazing because you see God is the seed. And then you've got Jacob, who is the cob, cob of corn. Uh, we're all corn. We're for the harvest. We're not, uh, we're wheat, you see. Because we're not weeds. So when you run out of bread, you make more bread. So Jesus is the bread of life and the main sacrifice, the ultimate sacrifice. And then we've also got to, to provide our own bread. Now, there's the, the grapes and making the wine, you see. And Jesus, when he was saying about you can't put uh, new wine in old wine skins. And, you know, when you listen to this, you think, oh, what's he talking about? You know, <laughs> I think just so all the Pharisees, Sadducees and the writers of the law and all the Jews were listening to him while he's saying all this stuff. OK, and uh, and he just says these things. And, you know, like, wow, you know, they must have thought, what's he talking about? You know, um, but what he really means is you've got a body of flesh, which you have to let die so that you've got this new spirit in your new wine skin, which of course is the grapes, because you can't make wine without grapes. Hmm. And uh, yeah, and are the grapes ready for harvest? This all comes into it because it's first fruits. It's so amazing it is. You see, in the old days, what the Lord would say is if we got some land, when we, you know, conquered land and we planted trees and fruit trees, we had to leave the fruit tree for three years before we took any fruit. And then on the fourth year, we had to take the fruit and dedicate it to the Lord. And then in the fifth year, then we could have the fruit of this tree. See, it's so very interesting. Also, God also told me to have a look at uh, Leviticus 19. So I had a look at that. And uh, let me see if I can find Leviticus 19 um, while I talk to you. <laughs> so while all of this is going on, I'm like, what are you trying to show me? In Leviticus 19... It goes on about uh, all the laws. It's Moses speaking to us about what laws we need to follow. But also that we must not uh, drink blood. They're all the very basic things, you know. Uh, must not mix fabrics. Must not uh, harvest fields or produce uh, plant in fields two different uh, plants to, to harvest. Uh, because we can only follow one master. But also, what I found with everything going on with the changes in vibration, certain fabrics really protect you and ground you. Okay, good. Because this is earth, all right? Um, so, cotton. But you see, all the fabrics that they make are all mixed fabrics now. Why? So interesting, isn't it? 
everything that God tells us not to do, they do. And when we buy these clothes, for some reason, it doesn't protect us. So, okay, here's another thing. Oh, I've had so much happen. Okay, copper. Right, so God said to me, copper. Very important. So I looked at uh, the daughter of Zion, and she has a crown of iron and a, f- a copper feet, cup on her feet. And so I looked about this, and I found out that we used to have copper in our shoes. Hmm. And there's a lot about shoemakers, isn't there? When you think back to our history, they always go on about the cobblers. And there's the shoemaker, they repair the shoes, and uh, they put new soles on. That's why they had so much uh, going on at this time. Makes me wonder if that's where tap dancing comes from. So what they must have done is they would have inbuilt copper, uh, flat pieces of copper onto the f- shoes and maybe put grains on them so that uh, it didn't slip because leather shoes, proper real leather, not plastic shoes, would protect you because it's natural products, you see. All of these other ones are not good for us because our bodies need natural things. This is what I'm, I mean, it's, it's, and it seems totally irrelevant, but God didn't mess around. Everything he tells us is there's a reason. So I've been looking at why he tells us to do these things. So anyway, that's where the, we had copper in our, feet, in our shoes. And this will protect you from uh, electrical currents. And it earths you, grounds you. Also, when people work on electricity pylons, they wear special clothing to protect themselves, grounding clothing. Um, Because of what I'm experiencing is that uh, my vibrations are off. And so I'm sensitive to uh, certain things. And so um, I believe this, the Lord has allowed this to happen, even though I feel a bit isolated. I'm not imagining it. And so anyway, God was saying about copper. And I was like, okay, copper. He said, yeah, you've got some copper wire in the house. Quickly grab it and wrap it on your arms. I was like, okay. And now put some on your, on your legs. I was like, okay. So I did. So I made some bangles and some <laughs> for my legs and arms. And he, I was like, I feel great now. He said, yes, you will. I was like, wow, that's amazing. How come? Because it's all about earthing. All right. So now we're back to electrics. So this is another thing that I was shown. With everything that's happening with the vibrations in the world, it's all about audio and vibration and electricity. Um and, and the, the salt water because it's about the flow and the air because they're also trying to stop you getting air and it's about staying human actually simple stuff um, and so my friend and I were talking about horseshoes and they have metal things put on their feet don't they because this must be another way of them being grounded as well I noticed that all the pagans always have horseshoes everywhere. Yeah. So there must be something, but maybe they were used to wear copper. But now copper's expensive, so, you know, I don't know. 
But it is all about metals because gold's really expensive. Silver's now become expensive. Copper's become expensive. It's very interesting. In, in fact, in Africa, um, they are stealing all the copper from the, the train tracks. <laughs> and anywhere they can find copper wire, they're taking it and stealing it. So back to it, electricity. Now, I want you to think about this. In your electrical wires, what you can do is projects, okay, because this is about learning. I've been doing this. The Lord's been telling me to do it. So I'm like, okay. So he says, take the speaker apart, okay. Um, have a little look at the way it's set up, okay. Um, and then uh, have a think about the electricity. I was like, yeah. And the flow of the electricity into the speaker, through the speaker, through this magnet, and uh, the sound that comes out of it, it does seem a bit sort of almost uh, like it's unreal, isn't it? When you think of Wi-Fi, it's a bit unreal because you can't see it. So electricity is just the same as this. That's what he showed me. So I was like, right, okay. And so is the audio and the vibrations. I was like, yes. So it's all connected, all the things you can't see, because Satan is king of the air. All right, okay. And we are in the spirit, so everything we fight is invisible. Okay. But you've got to understand the mechanics of it, because it's all a formula. All right, okay, right, 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 okay. It's a really amazing revelation this was. So you've got the, the positive um, and the negative in a plug, right? And then you've got in the middle... Um, You've got a greeny earth wire. Ah, I was like, yes, yes, this is interesting, God. What's going on here? He said, well, the actual thing that you must look at is the earth wire. I'm like, okay, what's this earth wire? Everything I've noticed that they've been doing, they always do everything through the earth wire, which doesn't show up as a live feed of electric. I'm like, yeah, why? Well, what I think that happens, um, and it happens in shops, I've noticed now I can pick up the vibrations in the shops. Shops I used to go in and they were fine and now I've changed. Um, is a, and I found out through my own experiences, what they seem to do is they add additional section of earth wire into the wiring so that it causes um, a, a slightly different vibration of the electricity. And um, so you then uh, become sensitive because it's uh, almost too much uh, of an earth, earthing wire going in. So then you're not earthed anymore somehow. And I was like, yeah. <laughs> but since the question I must ask here, all right, because I've always got so many questions on a plug, We've got a positive and a negative. So I've always said the positive is obviously Jesus' blood. Then you've got negative, which is black, which is the darkness. Then you've got the earth wire. And it appears the earth wire conducts its own electricity without the need for positive and negative. So this is the feed into the electric. So um, earth wire is the main supply. And then to price it and charge you for it and meter it, uh, they divide it. 
And that's what makes it dangerous. And that's what God showed me before, but I hadn't fully understood the full uh, infrastructure of it until now. Uh, and that Satan knows this, you see, and all of his cronies, because the only reason they've done this to electricity is so they can charge you. And that's what makes it dangerous. You see, with the earth wire, it doesn't... Uh, it doesn't seem to electrocute you or whatever, um, as like with other electricity. It's a different current altogether. Um, very interesting, I think. Uh, it's, I think, maybe running on a different vibration. Um, so, yes, I think this is one of the things I've noticed. It's all about earthing. So how can you earth yourself? Okay, so these are the questions I was like, right, okay, I'm understanding. Because also what the Lord showed me is that this has been going on a bit, you know, quite a while. And that uh, it's like if you have too much garlic, eventually you become, uh, you know, allergic or you become unwell. So with the vibrations of Wi-Fi and uh, it's all Bluetooth, and uh, it's the lights and vibrations that uh, take place. So everything's about fiber now as well. Now the the 6G with the fiber lights and fiber, the fiber it's able to um, do a lot more than your standard uh, telephone line. Um, my friend was telling me that he'd had fiber and uh, he said it's terrible because it's got a mind of its own and he said and also it's like so easily hacked and people hack it and um, they do stuff to it and so he said I've gone back to the normal phone uh, internet and he said because it was awful and I thought oh that's so very interesting because anyone could hack it you see remotely it doesn't matter where you are in the world uh, and that kind of thing. So it is about hacking as well. Um, so apparently now with the 6G, the it's all linked in with the lights. As I already pointed out, I noticed that the open reach engineers were wiring up the lights on the street with one of these bins that go up and down, you know, on a sort of laddery thing. And um, like a crane, and uh, and that's when I realised. Oh, okay. So it's BT or Open Reach um, linking in fibre with the lights, and uh, so <laughs> you see, you know, you've got all the smart technology, haven't you, as well? Now um, I'm not imagining this. So what we have is see people like Doris Day, Boris Johnson, who's told us that uh, your fridge will pulsate for more cheese, your washing machine will tell you when to put washing machines or put a machine on, your speakers or anything in your house will be watching and listening to you. There is <laughs> the speech that he did, and he tells you all of this stuff. And uh, so it is like Big Brother 1984, George Orwell. Hmm. And uh, but back to who God is, He is 
in charge, like the DJ. You know, he he's putting this all together and refining us all so that we write all on the right record. Record is another word for recording things, uh, as in writing things down, audio. Uh, hence, uh, Satan being in charge of the music industry, uh, records. Um, also, God talks to Ariel, 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 <laughs> in in the Bible. Very important uh, sections of the Bible. It's all to do with audio and aerials and uh, Wi-Fi and all this stuff. So um, in the smart houses, what we've got is the ability with your Wi-Fi to control your lights, turn the lights up and down remotely. Anywhere in the world, you can turn your lights on and off. You can turn your radio on. You can um, switch off your fridge. You can do all these things. And I'm not imagining this. This is all true. This is already happening, okay? So this technology already exists. Mm -hmm. So, um when you've got um what is it uh, is it siri siri um which is iris which is the i which is the pyramid on on the american dollar bill which is all the all the i at the top which is the vril which is on the um egyptian's eye with the dribble down the eye it's all about the vril a little um, like looks like a rat which can take someone over um and uh, demonic uh, entities are able to take over that person. That's what happens to anybody in the music industry when they sell their souls. But also everything's written in Latin on the currency. It's about a current. It's, it's, oh, it's very amazing. Everything's connected. Okay? It's about banks and rivers, uh, money and uh, banks and rivers and Satan's ruler of the, the sea. Okay? Now, this means more than what it says in the Bible. It's about what we see also. Because we're made of salt water and uh, so is the sea, and we're all lost at sea as um, uh, we're in Babylon, and we've been sold for nothing, so we've lost our birthrights. Uh, that's why we've got birth certificates. When you're birthed and at liberty to come on the land, uh, it's all connected. I'm like, wow, this is amazing. It's just blow your mind. So clever it is. And uh, because the Lord sold us for nothing, we don't even know that we're in slavery. And you've got your passport. So you can go from port to port because it's all about sea, as in maritime law, uh, because it's the beast of the sea and the money. That's his water, Satan's water that he chases the woman with is the money. I'm like, ugh, Lord, you are so amazing. Everything just confirms the existence of our God, but the majesty and the mightiness and the how clever he is. Everything just connects. And, well, you, you know, it's like getting a puzzle piece. And you start to, you think, no, oh, that goes there. Yeah. Uh, oh, I've got this other corner here. And you start working your way into the center of a puzzle. And that's kind of what I'm doing. It's like, this doesn't fit here. That only fits there. What's written in our Bible doesn't fit our history. <laughs> what they tell us. 
But it does if you understand what the Bible really told us, that we'd be sold into slavery, we wouldn't even know that we're children of God, we'd work the land, we'd never own it, so your mortgage is a mortuary deed because it's all to do with Satan, who's our enemies, but children of Satan. God sold us to our enemies, as in the children of Satan, the Babylonians, um, and, um, and they write in Latin. And they have a charge of all the currencies. They're the United States and United Kingdom, Satan untied, as I've said before. So this is a war for the truth. So if you know this has all happened, and there was going to be, as prophesied by Daniel, um, this uh, ruler would change all the times, the places, um, and there'd be a, you know, the desolation of the temple. Because this is a spiritual temple, it's a desolation of your spiritual temple. What happens if you don't have enough salt? Your blood congeals and that only happens with dead people. So they're doing everything they can to make you as dead as possible, walking dead. It's a zombies type thing. Zombie films are maybe uh, a clue. Everything's in the movies. So it's about being alive, but also alive in the spirit. Because the two are connected. You can't talk to God unless you are reborn in the spirit. Okay. So that's why certain people can hear the truth. And certain people cannot hear the truth. Because they're either reborn or not. So they can, if you're not reborn, you can read the Bible and it just reads as a book. And so this way you've got a lot of people who read the Bible and they go, yeah, I've read the Bible, but it's not written by God and I don't believe it. And they start scrutinizing it. No, 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 no. We're, we need to be faithful. And so when Jesus says to Peter, come walk on the water, Peter walks on the water, then he realizes he's walking on the water, and he says, oh no, <laughs> and he slips in the water. And, uh, and, and so Jesus says, you must have faith. You have little faith. It's all about no fear. Fear no evil, because if you're fully in the truth, evil can only operate in the darkness. So you have to be in the light. And you only get the light with the truth because the two are connected and love, <laughs> which unifies us all together with Christ as the truth. But we can't be unified as the love if there's lies. You see, you can't trust people who betray you, can you? Okay, so it's like this. Uh, let's say you've got a friend and you've been friends for a while and uh, then one day they just hate you. You know, they don't want to be your friend anymore. Um, well, they were never your friend to begin with. Uh, that's where, you know, where Jesus says, oh, I never knew you. Uh, this is what he means. Because, um, and you never knew him. So if we use that example where someone's your friend, and uh, they tell you that they're there for you and everything else. And, and then one day they just suddenly are not your friend anymore. They don't want to know you or anything else. Then um, you think, and they make you feel like you're a bad person as well. It's their favorite thing to do. Um, and suddenly they just 
don't like you. And you start thinking, well, why is this? Why do I think that, uh, what's going on? And you feel like uh, you've done something wrong, you know, like, um, and they will often uh, go around and gossip and tell stories about you and stuff. And you're like, well, and they use anything they know about you, turn it around and twist it so that uh, they can tell people that you're some, you know, horrible person or whatever. What I've had is uh, I've had people think I'm a gangster. Uh, I wear black a lot and uh, I drive a black car. And so, you know, people have said, oh, she's a gangster. Or, um, you know, whatever. I'm a bit of a rebel. And uh, I, I look a bit like, well, uh, Goldie Horn, apparently. A little bit like her. Um, small, blonde, with blue eyes. And, uh, <laughs> like I say, I've heard so many stories about myself. I'm sometimes just astounded with what they come up with. It really is interesting. Um, so, what else can I tell you? Uh, the Lord showed me something a few weeks ago and it brought me to tears. And uh, it was when I was, uh, you know, going through a really rough part of this journey and I said to God who who on earth has done this who would do this to me and uh, I was thinking it must be must be so and so it's got to be this person I know it then that the Lord showed me it goes right back to my childhood and I was like oh no this does go back to my childhood I was like, oh my goodness, Lord, how could that be? And what he showed me is because it goes back to my childhood, it's because you see how God makes you and you're a child of God. Um, in the old stories of the Bible, Rachel and Jacob were running away from uh, Raven, uh Raymond, I think the father was name. I can't remember his name. And uh, they, they were basically uh, getting away because um, Jacob had worked for him for 14 years, um, seven years for Leah, and he didn't want Leah for the daughter. Um, and uh, But he wanted Rachel, and he was in love with Rachel, so he worked another seven years. And then finally, because um, he had more cattle, because he'd chosen to have the spotted cattle, the sort of defective animals, out of all the, as a payment for all the labor, um, it turned out he had more cattle uh, and uh, more assets than uh, Raymond, was it Raymond, uh, the father. So Rachel took, um, and when I read all the other books, she took this device that was, they were able to see, it was uh, like a pagan device. And they were able to see the future and see where other people were anywhere in the world. It was a type of mirror technology. And uh, so I believe this uh, type of technology still exists, but it's hidden. And, um, and I believe as a child of God, 
that uh, we are chosen by God and they know this. Somehow they know and they're not our friends. And so uh, what I've also discovered is that quite often families who are linked in with the Masonic will dedicate one of the children as a black sheep, as a sort of type of sacrifice uh, to the this part of the world. And uh, I was like, wow, this is so amazing, God. And so what he showed me, all of these things linked back to my childhood. Uh, you know, it didn't matter what I did. I could not please anybody. Even if I was a saint, I was made out to be something I'm not. It's like they're talking about someone I don't, it's, it's not me. It's, it's, it's very interesting, it is. So what happens is these families, to gain wealth or success, um, they have to do horrible things. Sometimes they sacrifice their children and, and you know, drink the blood and things. This is really horrible. This is what God says we mustn't do. And a lot of it's about this pagan witchcraft stuff. Um, because of, through taking the blood of children or animals, then they get the spirits to do things for them. Now, this there's a Satan who is the ruler over all of this. And then you've got the children of Satan. And what do they do? They follow their Satan. They speak the same language of lies. So, And they're in charge of everything. Media, TV, schools, governments, writers of the law, they are, the governments. And... Uh, of course, they all follow an agenda which is not in keeping with your own. All the lords, not... Uh, well, it does work for the Lord. Um, but what we do have is a very tough life. Very tough. Um, if you're a child of God. This is what I believe. I mean, I... Uh, I'm not imagining the things that have happened to me as a child. I can remember things like um, after I got divorced, um, I'd wake up in the night and the TV, you know, would switch itself on full blast, you know. And I'd wake up and I'd hear the TV and it was on, you know. And I'd go downstairs and turn it off. This happened in many houses. Um I woke up one night and there was ash on my pillow. I woke up a few times and found ash on my pillow. Why? What's this about? This is what I've got to ask the question about. So, you know, um, it is witchcraft. It's a lot of witchcraft. My parents are very into, um, you know, Guy Fawkes and building a man and setting him alight at the bottom of the farm. And now I realise that what this represents, um, it's the straw man. Now, if you know what the straw man is, you see, we in are in a system, which is a maritime system, where they create a copy you which is written in capitals because they've taken over all your assets. You're, you're rolled on the exchange. 
on the exchange. Do you understand? We've exchanged our inheritance for lies because we didn't follow God. It all connects. So everything's lies. Um, when you come to know this, then you're more unified with God because then you realize that there is only unity with God through truth. And if you've struggled in your life, you've gone, oh, this isn't right. Why has this happened? I don't understand this. And so the more things happen, the more we realize, well, actually, this is what is meant to happen. It is all part of the refining. You cannot put a, old, a new wine in old wide skins. God has to make you new. You see, he's got the wine ready. Yeah, but you, you need to change the body, your flesh, your desires, what you really want, need to be a priority only towards God. Otherwise, your wine won't fit into the skin because you haven't been reborn. You have to be reborn. New wine skin. New, reborn in the flesh. Jesus came in the flesh. He left us with the spirit so that we're reborn too. In the flesh. The, the, the spirit will rise like Jesus. It has to. But only in love and truth. And the truth will set us free. So we have to believe it. Have no fear. It's amazing what God's showing. All of this, as I say, <laughs> I had no idea I was going to talk about so much stuff. I mean, I just, every time I talk to you guys, I just, I'm astounded. I sometimes have to listen to my sermons myself again and then go, oh, wow, I've listened to a couple. And I've gone, oh, I forgot about that. And I think, well, that's very clever. Um, so the Lord's always at work, no matter what's going on. Um, and it is about earthing. You see, um, to raise our spiritual consciousness, to connect with the Lord, we've got to have a spiritual level, but we are in a fleshly body. So the only way Satan can attack us is in the flesh, um, in the spirit also. But we're doing, he's fighting our fleshly bodies. And he's affecting our vibrations spiritually because I've noticed that since all of this happened, I don't get dreams anymore. Yeah, very rarely now. And, um, and it's hard for me to communicate with God <clears throat> when I've noticed all these things. So that's how I've uh, come to realize that uh, I value now my relationship with God more than I have ever. And that's become the most important part of my life. Uh, serving the Lord, pleasing the Lord, <laughs> and for the Lord to be pleased with me. And uh, in this process, the Lord has shown me so very much that uh, He'll always love us. And you're lovingly, lovingly made. God is so in control of everything. And uh, 
if you think of him like a DJ, he's selecting what track, as in racing track, and what music is going to be played in his domain. Uh, this is there's two rulers. You've got God, our God, and then you've got Satan. And but Satan rules this world. He's in charge. He has the power here. So when we reach the spiritual level, we will have more power through the truth, which is vibrating at high frequency. It's about positive and negative. And uh, because we ate from this tree of good and evil, so we've, we're in this world of good and evil, but we choose which God we want to follow, and through good, we reach our God again, uh, if you like. That's the way I understand it, through the spirit. It's a spiritual thing because God is a spirit. So it says in the Bible. So we've got to be with the Lord in truth and in spirit and in love and in unity. Because it is all about electricity. I think this is amazing. I really do. And what else can I tell you? Um, there's only one way, and that is the Lord. I want you to realize, though, that if you've had a hard life or a hard time, and you've been through anything like what I've been through, it isn't because you're a bad person or you've done something wrong. It's because you will be hated and persecuted for Jesus' namesake. And what I found so interesting is all of this occurred before I really came to God, so I thought. But I realized, of course, that I came to God very young. As a child, I was bullied and had a tough time. And I came to God young. I said, God, I don't, if you're real, I need you. And I'd talk to God and I'd sing to God as a child in school. I'd sing happy little songs to God. And, uh, and I think that this was, you know, all part of God's plan. That he wanted me to sing songs and unify and know who he was, who he is. And so I trust the Lord in this way. I think it's very important that we trust God. We've only got one ruler and he is in charge of everything over all the demonic forces, but in every way, he's in control of what goes on in our lives. I think this is a very amazing thing. <sighs> Praise the Lord. Well, I hope you have enjoyed this sermon. I've so enjoyed talking to you. And I think it's just amazing what our Lord has done for us. I really think... We need to give him praise, glory, and thanks all the time. No matter how bad things get, we've got to have no fear. We've got to believe that the Lord is in control and trust in him. We don't trust in man. We trust in God. And this is what gives us a power. It gives us authority over the darkness. 
in this way. So hopefully that will help you to understand that. And um, and you feel, you know, at peace, knowing that God is in control. Praise the Lord. <laughs> so let's close with the, the sinner's prayer. Mighty God, ruler of heaven and earth, I thank you, Lord, for saving me a wretch like me, for loving me, for believing in me, for trusting me, for having a plan for my life, for being the ultimate authority over darkness. I thank you, Lord. In Jesus' mighty name, I thank you, Lord, for loving me, for being my ultimate King of Kings. I know that you came to earth and died on the cross for my sins. And I beg forgiveness for my sins. I know that you are the Son of God and that you are the ultimate authority over the dead. And that you are raised to life. That you died for me and that I'm a sinner. And I thank you so much, Lord, for saving me. In Jesus' mighty name. What else can I say, Lord? There is only one king, and there is only one ruler. There's only one salvation, and we thank you. I pray for everyone listening that we'll be pleasing to the Lord in every way, that he'll be happy with us, and he'll trust us, and we'll fulfill everything that we've been called to do, and that... He'll demonstrate that he is in charge and that he loves us and that he cares for us and that he is in control, that we'll have no fear and he'll hear our prayers and demonstrate in every way he can that he's there for us, that he's in our lives. I pray this now in Jesus' mighty name and I thank you, Lord for being there for me, for loving me, for demonstrating that you are in my life and that you care for me. And so I pray that everyone listening, Lord, that you'll bless them in every way, spiritually give them understanding and wisdom. We pray for this, that you'll bless our lives. Um, and that we'll be able to eat and live and please you and not embarrass you, but always testify that you're there and that you're real and that you are our Lord and Savior and that we'll shine the light of Jesus to others so that they, others will be able to find Christ and that we'll pray for our enemies and pray for our, our loved ones as well. So please provide for us and that we be also pleasing in the eyes of any employers or superiors. I pray now for all our countries that the Lord will bless all of his children of God, but all the rulers of the world, that the Lord 
will have his hand in their lives, that everything has a special loving touch of the Lord, that no matter what evil we encounter, the Lord's presence is with all of his children and even the enemies will quiver knowing that God is in control. May the Lord strike out any witchcraft or any evil. Forgive us, Lord, for following pagans. I pray to give us full authority over the demonic and the dead and for us to know it and have so much confidence knowing this, I pray, that we will have every confidence. I cast out all demonic control or um, chains. I break any chains in your life right now in the mighty name of Jesus. As Jesus gave us life and we have authority over the dead. That we, if we believe it with all our heart that God is in control and that we trust in him. And uh, I thank you again, Lord, for an amazing adventure. Think of life as an adventure and that we'll always be smiling <laughs> and that if we go through the fire, that you'll protect us like you did Bishak, Bishak and Abednego and he'll provide a way where there is no way. Also cast out any uh, demonic forces in people's lives and I ask the Lord to heal them right now. Give them full healing and that um, they will feel positive and full of energy. Anytime they feel a bit low, Lord, you'll re reinforce that you're there and that you love them. Pick them up so that we are all demonstrating happiness, love, joy, peace, all the qualities of Jesus that will be pleasing to you. Please bless all your children, Lord. I pray for all of them. Please, Lord, now more than ever, I pray. In Jesus' mighty name, it's Aisha from God FM. I hope you have had an amazing time listening to this. It's been really very, very interesting indeed. And uh, even I've totally thoroughly enjoyed getting these downloads. It's been speaking to you. Hmm. Praise the Lord. May every knee bow before the Lord. Remember, it's a one-to-one -one relationship with the Lord. That's why he died on the cross, so you don't have to go to churches or priests because we are joined together as the body, as Jesus is our head priest. So now we just need to have a relationship with God. So I thank you, Lord. If you wish to find us, you can find us on Podbean, Spotify, Amazon, Samsung, Chrome, YouTube, Rumble, BitChute. <coughs> on Telegram, we've got GodFM News, GodFM Bible School. Just putting God FM and, and God's uh, Homes Church. God, God FM Media for our videos. We do videos as well with our sermons now. Uh, and hopefully they encourage others. I pray this sermon is pleasing to you, Lord. Please protect me. Uh, I have no fear over the darkness. And I know I have victory in Jesus, 
who saved me and that there's nothing that will happen, that the Lord can't provide a way through everything, the miracles that the Lord will provide us with. May more people come to know you, Lord. I pray for all our enemies also, that everything they do, they will not have victory over us, but this will lead them to, to want to know who Jesus is and grow the body in that way. In Jesus' mighty name, it's Aisha from God FM. Take care.